Welcome to the I and Team Podcast with Brian Smith and Mary Smith. You are more important to your team than you might believe. Everybody has something to contribute, and most importantly, that's influence. Learn more on today's program. Now, here is Brian Smith and Mary Smith. Hey, everybody, it's Brian Smith and my daughter, Mary Smith with the I and Team podcast. And the last few weeks, we've gotten kind of deep into communication and uh, constructive criticism and relationships. And we're going to lighten it up a little bit and kind of talk about what's a business consultant? What uh, is it that we do as a business consultant? And why might you ever want to engage with one uh, in your business or refer us or somebody else you might know um, as a business consultant. So I'm going to start, I think, and I'm going to give you what I think a business consultant is because it's really all I've ever done. Maybe Mary can, as the daughter of one, can give you some different context to that. And also as somebody who's worked, now works for a business consulting firm, she gets to view what goes on outside. So business consultants are people who can help you with business. A lot of us have specialties. For example, you might have somebody that is good with human resources. You may wonder why they don't call themselves a human resources consultant, but they do. Okay, so that type of business consultant helps you with labor, labor issues, policy issues, procedure issues. That may be, may be more generalized in the business of just having employees and having a good foundation for employees. Other business consultants might be focused on efficiencies, just specifically certain types of efficiencies. Uh, manufacturing efficiencies, business process efficiencies, um, customer service efficiencies, you know, all the different efficiencies that may uh, plague a company. Other consultants will focus on finance or on borrowing or on accounting or any of the myriad of issues. They can also be industry specific. There's a lot of business consultants that are specific to a certain industry, so maybe construction or services or insurance or banking or manufacturing so and a lot of you are probably aware of this but when you hear somebody say i'm a business consultant they don't really define that um those of us that are generalists and uh, though ia here where we're at we're kind of generalists um in the fact that we're not limited to any certain type of business we've got clients across the gamut. I mean, we've advised to banks, insurance companies, medical, from medical I can mean from doctors to chiropractors, holistic medicine, psychology, veterinary, psychology veterinary clinics, I mean different types of medical. Uh, manufacturing could be any type of manufacturing to us. We look at business as a breakdown of different... <laughs> Bill breakdown of different uh, simplicities in business. For example, you have customers, you fulfill a customer's need, you have vendors, the vendors fulfill a need, and you manage your own money. And each company is based for us like that. So while 
A business consultant is really somebody to give you advice on how to run your business. And uh, if you need somebody industry specific because it makes you feel better, then get somebody industry specific because it makes you feel better. If you feel like they offer you the best path to get to whatever problem you're trying to solve, then do that. Referrals are good. But what you can expect from a business consultant is somebody that's going to tell you what's wrong. Um, and that can be dangerous. Um, it can be dangerous if it's not presented the right way. It can be dangerous if they don't do their due diligence uh, in the right way. The due diligence is really important and it is really what you should expect from a good business consultant. Any business consultant that doesn't perform due diligence prior to telling you anything um, is not necessarily a bad one, but one that's starting off on the wrong path of helping any of their clients. Mm -hmm. And by definition, business consultants are there to help you. We're advisors. We consult. We give you advice. That advice is supposed to help you. But if we don't listen, if we don't understand what the problems are, or if we make assumptions on what those problems are because of our supposed experience, um, and we don't put into context the issues that are affecting you, then we can be a bad consultant. And that doesn't make, make us bad in a general sense. It could just make us bad in a moment. Um, I myself can tell you that I've gone into my fifth, sixth, seventh client in one industry and I have an urge to make assumptions. I have an urge sometimes to tell people what I think is wrong because of experience I may have had at other companies in their field. It's a mistake and it's something that a good consultant will overcome. Mm -hmm. Okay, They will internally beat back down that internal need or that feeling that they have to tell you right away what the problem is. And some of the challenges we have with that is that clients think that that's really expensive. And for some companies, it can be very expensive um, to do due diligence, to have a good understanding. Any advisor you have should have some experience in their past in your business. They really should. Um, I just heard a story recently from a partner of ours who hired a business consultant and they spent $80,000 on that business consultant to help them. And that business consultant had never done anything in that person's industry ever and as a result of it they ended up firing three people in their company uh, they ended up making decisions some of which were based on pretty solid business understandings I mean things that you would expect but some of the things they did were very personal to certain people in certain parts of the company and they were taken out of context uh, nobody learned why those people might have been doing business the way they were and why uh, they had made some of the decisions they did that made this consultant make a recommendation to fire them. And one of the most costly things you can do is jump to conclusions or make assumptions. And so mm -hmm. that's one of the differences between good and bad consultants and or a good and bad consulting experience we've had them ourselves um, uh, sometimes you just have a difference of opinion with your clients and um, that is because 
sometimes people just don't know when one is needed or what they think a consultant is needed for isn't actually what is needed. So what does that mean? Well, that um, means you do your due diligence. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So through due diligence, if it's done correctly, you're going to learn about your client and you may learn that the core issue is different from what the client thinks. To give you an example, we often have people come to us that say, I need to increase sales, I'm not making enough money. Okay, we don't have any money left over. And the problem, a lot of times, doesn't have anything to do with sales. A lot of times it has to do with spending. It has to do with margins. It has to do with understanding the market itself. It has to do with uh, efficiencies. It has nothing to do with the sales process. And we need to, through our due diligence, help our clients understand what the root cause is. And there's trouble there because if you go into somebody's business who thinks that their problem is going to be solved by just increasing sales and that's what their sole focus is and that's all they want done, uh, it can be a conflict between the consultant and the client and sometimes it's a conflict that can't be overcome that doesn't make the consultant bad by the way um, it doesn't make the client bad either ignorance or misunderstanding doesn't make somebody bad okay there's nothing nefarious about being ignorant uh, there's nothing nefarious about a misunderstanding okay unless the reason that you have a misunderstanding is that you've been misled but most of the time that's not the case most of the time um, as a business consultant, the problem is communication. And if you've heard me over and over and Mary talk about communication and being positive and being honest in that communication, a business consultant will do that to you. And if they're not, if they lack clarity and they lack the ability to communicate with you and engage with you in communication, then that consultant cannot be a good one. If that person isn't listening as much as they're speaking to you, I would have some reservations about that consultant. And you might be able to help them. You might feel like they have a tremendous amount of knowledge okay, in what they do. And they've had a great track record. But all they do is come into your business and tell you things. Well, tell them that. Look, I don't think that you are listening to what our organization needs. I think you have an understanding of our organization, but I don't think that you're giving it the due diligence that's needed for you to really understand what we need from you. I know that you have the capability to give us what we need, so we need you to focus a little bit more. We're willing to listen to what you have to say, but you need to listen to us too, and it's okay for you as a client to have that conversation with your business consultant. If your business consultant won't have that conversation with you, then he's the wrong business consultant. Any business consultant that won't have a conversation and listen to you, objectively listen to you, then they're not the right one. If they just think they're right and everybody else is wrong, they're not the right one. So one of the things that Mary has a different perspective I think of consulting because she grew up in this industry. Um, I started this company when she was two years old. Um, so she was raised uh, the daughter of a business consultant. I mean, she got to experience me flying away a lot and 
talking around the house and being overly objective as a father sometimes and delegating and now that she's worked for us for the last few years she's got to experience the good and the bad side she's dealt with clients who have wrong expectations or some of our work team our team members have set poor expectations for our clients and created our own problems and so and how we handle that is just as important as anything we do in consulting wouldn't you say i would yeah yeah so you know if you have a business consultant that makes a mistake and you point out that mistake and they don't want to work or talk through that mistake and own that mistake they want to deflect they want to um say that it's somebody else's fault or that there's some outside problem or they turn it around and say it's you know just another problem that your organization has you have to listen to that and wonder if that person is really the right kind of consultant for you we make mistakes i don't like making mistakes but we will make mistakes as consultants but we quickly fix them what you won't find is that we pass the buck and good consultants don't pass the buck good consultants uh, tackle the problem solve the problem and move past the problem so uh, it's really important that you identify that you have partners with you or the advisors that you are looking at are going to engage with you and have this open line of communication one of the biggest questions though that i get is is well how do we actually know how will i know if i need to get a consultant mm -hmm. oftentimes because of our relationships all over the world we're get, we get asked you know i think i have a problem i don't know so we become an advisor to help them choose an advisor because one of the things that we are with ourselves and with our clients is we don't know everything but one thing we do know is a lot of people and we vet the people that we do business with. So when is a consultant needed? When is an advisor needed? Um, for me, I think you should always have somebody on your shoulder. Uh, I think they're needed any time that you have a doubt. Any time that you have a doubt about anything in your organization is a good time to have an advisor on your shoulder where you can pick up the phone and ask that third party to validate a decision you've made, to help you to clarify a decision you've made, to talk about a mistake that you've made, um, to plan uh, for the future. Um, if you're trying to develop strategy, so maybe you wanna bounce that strategy off a third party, or maybe you're ready to turn that strategy into tactics. Maybe you need to take a strategy that you've developed and that you know and you feel really strong about because everybody agrees to it, but how do you turn strategy into delivery? How do you turn a strategy into actual policies, procedures, and tactics that you and your team can follow so that you consist consistently meet the goals of that strategy? And that's where or when I think you should engage with consultants. So, are consultants then kind of like lawyers, where you would have them kind of like on retainer, like someone that maybe you're not using all the time, but that you pay monthly so that when you do need them, you just be like, hello? <laughs> yeah, well, we don't really pay monthly, so I don't know about any other consultants, but I can tell you about us. 
okay so for us we don't have anything where you pay us a monthly fee um, and where you can just call us and you know use that uh, you know anytime we used to have something like that that was your bizdoctor.com but yeah consultants are a lot like lawyers where you would pick up the phone and call your lawyer and ask him a legal question and then he sends you a bill for those eight or nine or ten or twenty minutes that you spent with him right the difference is, is that business consultants are more general sometimes business consultants or oftentimes are used a lot more than you know a lawyer might be used for you save lawyers um, for legal issues we oftentimes we don't we don't solve legal problems but we get asked questions that some people would ask their lawyer about like well should we incorporate should we not incorporate what type of corporation should we have um, how do I go about setting up that corporation do I need a lawyer to do that and these are all very good questions and sometimes you do need lawyers to do certain things and sometimes you don't need lawyers for certain things just like sometimes you need accountants okay to do certain things I would advise you to use accountants to do your taxes if you're a business person doesn't mean you can't do them yourself there's lots of ways that you can do taxes yourself out there you may be qualified because it's something you used to do but is there a cost benefit to having somebody else look over your shoulder sure there is um, does that benefit have ROI well is it might be tangible or intangible and that's going back to when a advisor is needed sometimes there's an intangible it just makes you feel better you feel better about the decision you made okay you have less anxiety over that decision you feel a little bit stronger about what it is you're going to be doing with strategy um, you're not sure if it's right or wrong sometimes it's a moral ethical okay uh, contemplation you have how do I deal with an employee who's doing X or Y what about drugs uh, in an environment where drugs are legal like Colorado right how do I handle that now um, how do I handle prescription drugs uh, risks you know what different risks do we have um, how much education do I give to my employees how much pay do I give to my employees I mean, there is a myriad of things that you could have an advisor for and many of them many of you can solve on your own you have strong opinions you come from backgrounds that give you uh, better experience there's a number of people that I'm involved uh, with in business who used to be accountants lawyers business consultants highly educated I'm talking Ivy League Harvard Yale uh, Princeton I mean some of the most educated people and they're in business now doing or running mechanical companies construction companies and they can answer a lot of questions on their own right so there's a lot of things they can do on their own but they still pick up the phone I it's akin to a professional athlete okay now are we coaches not really business consultants I wouldn't say our coaches but if you're having a problem with your swing and you're a baseball player you would turn to somebody one of your coaches to get advice on how to fix that swing okay so in that sense business advisors are a lot like that even a professional baseball player um, or basketball player or football player will turn to somebody and ask 
somebody for help and understanding, you know, I'm not running as fast, I'm not hitting as well, I'm not catching as well, my head's not on straight, I'm, I'm allowing outside influences to affect the way that I approach the game. Those things can happen in your organization. So some of the do's and don'ts that you should do what you, as a client of a consultant is don't let them control everything if they don't have a good understanding of your business. Just don't. Number two is never let your consultant sign on your checkbook. So um, too many times I have seen where business owners go out, hire an advisor or a consultant and let them take over part of their company and before they know it they've lost control of part of their company that is really key to the overall viability of that company. So always stay involved even if you hire advisors or consultants to do things for you. We know what that means. We run a number of the companies that we are engaged with and we build in our own checks and balances with those companies so we don't make life and death decisions for our clients companies um, we might help in those we might help in decisions that are that detrimental but we don't make them on our own and we have open discussions so do allow people to help you but do demand that you have an open line of communication and that you get down to the core of problems. Don't take things for granted and don't make assumptions. It's really important that as you engage with anybody that gives you advice, that every problem that you face is put into context. Context for you and context for the consultant. Right? So because things out of context can cause all kinds of problems. Perceptions can cause all kinds of problems. So Mary's been on the working end of clients who had bad expectations, poor communication, and we own it as a company. Mary has seen firsthand how we as consultants will own what one of our team members has done, and we own it as a team. And we drive the bus over ourselves, really, is the best way to put it, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. But... At the end of the day, as frustrating as that is, and I know Mary can attest that it's amazingly frustrating sometimes to clean up other people's messes, but as an organization, when I look back on what we've done and what we do for our clients and where we end up being when our clients allow us to solve these problems and when we engage them in this positive way of accepting that one of our team members stumbled and didn't do as good a job as we should have done and we pick up the pieces as a team as a team at the end we feel better and the client feels better so and we end up getting closer believe it or not it's kind of like you know when you go through problems with people and you do it in a positive way you end up having a better relationship with them at the end and you should have that kind of relationship with your advisors you should have a relationship where you can tell them the truth, uh, where you feel good about entering a problem with them because you know that they have your back. You know that they're going to hold up or keep up the values that you have for your company and the values that they've exhibited for themselves as a supporting company to you. So do expect that from 
your advisors. Do expect that they understand your values as a company and as a business owner or manager and that they reinforce those values as a supporting company to you. And that if they stumble, if they make a mistake, you treat them with the same respect that you'd want to be treated with. Don't just assume that all is lost. Don't just assume that because they created a problem that they can't fix it. And, you know, communicate with them. So, in the end, a business consultant is somebody that should help you. Make you feel good about your business. Make you feel good about where your business is going. Um, have answers to you about what it is that you're trying to do with your business. And uh, somebody that you can trust that when you tell them something, that they're actually going to listen to you and objectively give back to you what you think is needed from somebody that's given you support. So, and set that expectation. You know, tell them what you expect from them. And I think it's fair. So, Mary, you didn't say much this time around. Probably because Mary... I'm new. <laughs> yeah, Mary's new, and um, I'm really proud of her. So, but she's learning, and my goal for you uh, in the I and Team series in general is that consultants have influence, you have influence on the consultants, but that together we have influence on the people that you're trying to support. And our goal and any goal of any business consultant should be to enhance the influence of their clients. It shouldn't be to enhance the influence of themselves. Too many times there are business consultants out there whose sole purpose is to enhance their own influence, to make themselves look better, to have this successful project complete so that they can wear it up and go out and sell another project. We, on the other hand, believe that as a business consultant or advisor that we become your partner, that we become part of your organization. And as part of that organization, we're part of your team. And we, together, like we keep preaching, we're part of that eye or influence on your team. So that's our goal. So I hope that I've helped you to understand what a business consultant is, at least in our opinion, um, what we are about to a certain extent, and some of the things that you can do to ensure that anybody that you look to, to help you with your business, I don't care who it is, lawyer, accountant, business consultant, whatever flavor of consultant it is, that you set high expectations and that you make clear and understand how to engage with them a little bit better so that what they provide to you, the influence that they bring to you, is the best that it can be. So to get more about this, number one thing you can do about learning about business consultants in general is to subscribe to our newsletter. Mm -hmm. Our newsletter is all about consulting. We have new information all the time that we put out. You can also follow us. Mary, please tell them where they can follow us. Oh, you can follow us on Twitter at INTeamSeries or at YourBizDoctor, B-I-Z-D-R. You can follow us on Facebook at the I and Team Series and LinkedIn. Um, and you can find us, our podcast, the audio portion. We are on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and the Voice America Business Channel. We also post the videos of our podcasts on our YouTube page every week, which is the I and Team Series. You can follow us there, too. And all of the topics we have uh, are generally about 
what business consultants do about enhancing your business and enhancing the influence that you have. You can also pick up our book if you want to learn a little bit about yourself and about what makes you tick and what uh, makes you have influence on people and why that's so important. You can also get our book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, Individual Advantages, Find the Eye and Team and it can help you to lay a foundation and look for our new book coming out which I'm about to turn over the final rough draft to Mary uh, individual advantages be the I and team which is how to be that influence how to take what you found out about yourself and how to be influential uh, in your organization or in your life so thank you and I look forward to seeing you next week have a great weekend and we'll see you again next week bye bye Thank you for listening to the I in Team podcast. We hope we've positively influenced you and you've picked something up from the show that you can use in building and influencing other individuals or your team. Please join us soon for another program on the Voice America Business Channel.